This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to episode 15 of the North American Outdoors podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and today I am coming to you from the great state of New Mexico. While traveling in areas where wildlife predators roam, it's important to do your research so you know what animals are walking among us. So today we're going to talk about the mountain lion. The mountain lion's scientific name is Puma concolor, and it's the most widely distributed predator in the Western Hemisphere. The range of this animal extends as far north as Alaska, Western Canada, throughout the United States, and every country in Central and South America. Additionally, whereas the ranges of most large predators are declining, the range of the mountain lion is actually increasing. The mountain lion is referred to by more names than any other animal in the world. It goes by other names such as cougar, puma, panther, painter, catamount, and el leon, encompassing 18 South American names, 25 Native American names, and 40 English names. The scientific name of the mountain lion, Puma concolor, means cat of one color. This cat is tan or tawny color with black-tipped ears and white around its muzzle. Juveniles have black spots to help camouflage to its surroundings. Adult males can weigh over 150 pounds and be over 8 feet long, while the females, which are slightly smaller, can weigh up to 90 pounds and reach a length of over 7 feet long. The most distinguishing characteristic of mountain lions, compared to other North American wildcats, is its tail. The tail of this predator can be up to 3 feet long, which is about one-third of its body length. The mountain lion is a large and slender animal with a small head relative to its size. 
mountain lions have inhabited North America for at least 50,000 years. These animals are very adaptable, surviving in just about any geological area in the Western Hemisphere. Their range includes desert areas, coastal plains, mountains, and dense woodlands. To be able to live in all environments, they must also tolerate the most extreme heat and extreme cold throughout their range. The mountain lion is a solitary animal and most active at night because their prey is most active between dusk and dawn. Their primary food source is deer and other large mammals, although they are opportunistic and will prey upon small mammals and birds. The lifespan of a mountain lion in the wild is about 12 years. Unlike lions and tigers, the mountain lion cannot roar. It can only purr. That silence, interspersed only occasionally by a howl that can sound like a woman's scream, adds to the allure of the mountain lion. The home range of a mountain lion can be anywhere from 12 to 22 square miles. Females have a smaller home range extending 8 to 16 miles. The sizes of their home ranges are often dependent upon the availability of prey. These home ranges can oftentimes overlap. When this occurs, smaller mountain lions, both male and female, will give way to the larger males. Male mountain lions, if given the opportunity, will kill smaller males, females, and their own young. Female mountain lions are able to breed at one and a half to two years of age. There is no breeding season for mountain lions. When the female mountain lion is ready to mate, she will often vocalize in an attempt to attract a mate. This vocalization can alert outdoorsmen to the presence of these predators. This vocalization can serve as a warning at any time because the mountain lions can breed throughout the year. The majority of cubs are born in late winter or early spring, after a gestation period of 95 days in which one to five cubs are born. The young mountain lions stay with their mothers for about one to one and a half years, even though the mother stops producing milk at about 10 weeks. This is important for the outdoorsman to know because female mountain lions may still be in the vicinity of its young, which could cause a highly dangerous situation between man and predator. There are three behavioral classes of mountain lions that the outdoorsman needs to be aware of when venturing into this large wildlife predator's environment. These behavioral classes are immature mountain lions, transient mountain lions, and resident mountain lions. Understanding these behaviors can help reduce the chances of unintentional encounters with one of these large predators. Immature mountain lions depend on their mother for survival. They have not yet learned the skills necessary to survive on their own. These young animals are fiercely protected by their mother. As the young mountain lions start to venture away from their mother in an attempt to explore their surroundings, it takes them away from the safety and seclusion of their den, potentially into the path of a human. An unwary hiker coming across a litter of cubs could prove fatal to the outdoorsman by a very protective mother. The transient mountain lion can either be a young lion that has been run off by its mother or an older mountain lion that has been displaced out of its territory. 
Transient mountain lions are the most unpredictable because they are just passing through without leaving many signs. During this time, the animal faces many hardships and stresses trying to survive. This period is fatal to many mountain lions due to injuries from fights with other mountain lions over territory or starvation from a lack of hunting skills or a pure lack of ability due to old age. Transient mountain lions are very dangerous to any person that crosses its path. Humans make for easy prey to a young or old predator. Often, these encounters involve injured or starving animals. Resident mountain lions have an established home range. Resident male lions know where their range overlaps with other mountain lions, both male and female, for territorial or breeding purposes. These animals routinely visit and hunt their entire home range. Resident mountain lions are the most predictable because they may leave signs of their presence across their area. This is the animal that the outdoorsman can take steps to avoid. The most common signs left by mountain lions are tracks, scrapes, scat, and kills. Mountain lion tracks are easily identified. The track of an adult male lion will be between four and five inches. The track of a female mountain lion will be about three and a half inches or less. In both males and females, the front track is larger than the hind track. The track of a mountain lion and the track of a large canine have different characteristics. The best identification of a mountain lion track is the presence of three distinct lobes at the rear of the heel pad. The heel pad of a mountain lion is also much larger than that of a canine. Another distinguishing feature of the track of a mountain lion is that the toes of the lion are tear-shaped and the toes of canines are oval and oftentimes leave claw marks. Another way of distinguishing a mountain lion track from a canine track is the characteristic of the track as a result of the difference in the way the animal travels. Mountain lions normally travel in a straight line, seldom running unless after prey. Also, as the mountain lion walks, it places its hind foot in the track of the front foot. As a result, the front track is oftentimes hidden. Canines usually travel at a fast gait, disturbing the surrounding soil as it moves from place to place. Canines also usually travel back and forth, weaving from side to side. The length of a canine's stride is normally shorter than that of an adult mountain lion. Adult male mountain lions have a stride in excess of 40 inches in length. Scrapes are signs or a way an animal marks its territory to send messages to other animals. Scrapes are meant to be seen and are in a very predictable location. Mountain lions usually leave scrapes in dens, caves, trails, or where two trails intersect. Scrapes are usually left by male lions and are made by scratching the earth in a rearward kicking motion with the hind feet. The lion then urinates in the spot to leave the message for other mountain lions. Scat or feces is a very dependable way of identifying wildlife in an area. Cat scat is easily identified. Normally, feces from felines are devoid of vegetation. 
mountain lion scat follows this rule. It is segmented and may contain pieces of fur from their prey. Due to the mountain lion's feeding habits, which include eating the internal organs of their prey first, the scat is normally gray in color. Often, lion scat is located in caves and overhangs and can remain there for many weeks, letting the outdoorsmen know that there is a mountain lion in the area. The best sign that a mountain lion is in the area is the presence of an active kill. When a mountain lion makes a kill, it will feed, if undisturbed, until the animal has had its fill. Mountain lions often will cover their kill with vegetation, such as leaves, grass, or dirt, and other natural items readily accessible. The mountain lion will then return to feed at the site for several days or until all of the food is gone. The only other large predators that cover their kill are black and brown bears. Anytime an outdoorsman comes across a fresh carcass and there are signs that indicate a large predator has been at the site, beware. This is an extremely dangerous situation. Mountain lions will often drag their prey a short distance to a more secure area before feeding. This is also where the prey is covered. Drag marks are usually present, leading to the carcass. There should be signs that would indicate the type of predator that made the kill. Along the drag mark and around the carcass should be tracks and scat. The tracks will indicate the size and possibly the sex of the mountain lion. It will also indicate if the kill was made by a mother with cubs. This could indicate that the situation is dire if there is a mother with cubs in the area. In some cases, if tracks are not present because of rocky terrain or heavy forest litter, the scat could be identified as belonging to a mountain lion. There are characteristics of a mountain lion kill that are unique to this carnivore. A mountain lion kill is very clean. There is seldom trauma to surrounding tissue as with other large predators. Mountain lions kill by either crushing the esophagus severing the vertebrae in the neck, or puncturing the brain case. The puncture wounds made by this predator are clean, and the holes are about the size of a pencil. The quickest kill from a mountain lion comes when the vertebrae in the neck is separated. This is accomplished by an evolution in the design of the lion. Its canines are spread about 1.8 to 2 inches apart, which is about the same distance as the vertebrae spacing in deer, its primary food source. When the method of suffocation is used by the mountain lion to kill its prey, the canines pierce the undersides of the neck, pinching the windpipe closed. On smaller prey, such as javelina, the mountain lions kill by piercing the brain case. Mountain lions are unique among large predators in the way that they consume their prey. The lion eviscerates the prey, entering behind the ribcage with very clean cuts resembling sharp scissors. In a unique technique, before the mountain lion bites into the carcass, it will pluck the hair away, exposing the skin. Unlike most predators that begin feeding on the protein-rich hindquarters of its prey, the mountain lion begins feeding on the internal organs, such as the liver, lungs, and heart, before moving to the large leg muscles. 
the typical mountain lion kill resembles an intact, freshly skinned out carcass. This is due to the way that the mountain lion feeds from the inside out, leaving behind only skin and bones. There were approximately 73 mountain lion attacks on people in the United States and Canada between 1991 and 2003. This is a rate of about six attacks per year with about one death per year occurring. The number of reported mountain lion attacks is often inflated by misidentification. Deer, bobcats, and domestic cats are sometimes misidentified as lions. Some reports place the actual number of real mountain lion sightings in relation to reported sightings at 20%. Mountain lion encounters are increasing due to habitat loss and increased numbers of animals. The first step in avoiding a mountain lion attack is to prevent an encounter. Never hike alone. Mountain lions are solitary animals and are seldom seen. Hike in groups of two or more people. The vast majority of mountain lion encounters are between a lone hiker and a single animal. If hiking with children, keep them close and keep them from crying. Mountain lions are particularly attracted to small children because of their size. Also, a crying baby sounds very similar to an injured animal. Pioneers are rumored to have a very unique way of dealing with mountain lions that was predating on livestock. They would sit a woman on a stump in a clearing and have her sing. This supposedly would attract a mountain lion where it would then be shot. Another way they would deal with a rogue mountain lion is to put a crying baby in the arms of its mother in a clearing. This also would attract a mountain lion where again it would be shot. If an encounter occurs with a mountain lion, there are some things that can be done to deter an attack. In all cases, individuals encountering a mountain lion should make themselves appear as large as possible. This means waving your arms, sticks, fishing rods, backpacks, yelling, etc. It is also helpful to open jackets or spread out ponchos. Anything that is used to help the potential victim look bigger can be used to help fend off a mountain lion that decides to attack. The main thing to remember is to never bend over to pick up something such as a stick. Bend at the knees and keep the mountain lion in your sights. Bending at the waist makes the potential victim look more like a mountain lion's natural prey. Another thing to remember is to never turn your back on any wildlife predator, including a mountain lion. Also, never run away from an animal. This can trigger an instinctive attack by simulating fleeing prey. Mountain lions have evolved into killing machines. They stalk, ambush, and chase down their prey. They are very methodical in their killing. A 100-pound mountain lion can take down a full-grown elk weighing 400 pounds. They are also adept in catching small rodents and birds. They rarely attack and kill animals weighing over 500 pounds. That is why it's important to look as large as possible. The majority of attacks have been perpetrated on adults with small stature or with children. Small children are particularly vulnerable. 
small children look like small prey to a large predator. Attacks on small children make up approximately 80% of all mountain lion attacks. Any time that a lion is encountered with an adult and a small child, the adult should immediately pick up the child while keeping the predator in sight. Once the outdoorsman gets a visual on the mountain lion and attempts to deter an attack by making himself look bigger, a steady retreat should begin. While maintaining sight of the animal, the outdoorsman should begin to slowly back away. This creates distance and helps alleviate the mountain lion's sense of being cornered. Distance not only gives the outdoorsman a better chance of reacting to an attack, but it also gives the mountain lion a chance to retreat. If an attack by a mountain lion is imminent, there are some characteristics of this predator that should be understood to assist the outdoorsman helping fend off the aggression. A mountain lion travels up to 50 miles per hour in short bursts. They can also cover up to 40 feet per stride while running and can jump 15 feet up into a tree. They are also extremely agile and sure-footed. The mountain lion uses its large tail as a rudder, allowing it to become extremely accurate in an attack. When a mountain lion attacks, fight back with every bit of ferocity that can be mustered. Once again, never flee. It is impossible to outrun or climb faster than a mountain lion. Do not play dead or curl up into a ball. Stay on your feet and fight. If you go down to the ground, the chance of survival is greatly reduced. Remember, it is possible to fend off a mountain lion Use whatever weapons are at your disposal, such as rocks, sticks, backpacks, whatever you can get your hands on. The person being attacked should strike at the eyes and nose of the animal to let it know that you will not be easy prey. It is important to remember that mountain lions have relatively small lungs, therefore they're not built for a sustained fight. The longer you can fend off a mountain lion attack, the higher the chance it will break off the attack and it will increase your chances of survival. The best position to be in, if fighting a mountain lion, is to be able to see its eyes. A mountain lion is looking for a clean and quick kill. It does not like a prolonged fight, so the longer you fight, the more likely you will survive. As long as you can see the eyes of a mountain lion, this is not the position it wants to be in. A mountain lion wants to get to your neck for the kill. Staying eye to eye with this wildlife predator keeps it away from its preferred killing method. The one thing to remember about mountain lions is that they are extremely unpredictable. Where it is relatively common to see a bear in its range, mountain lions are seldom seen. When a mountain lion lets its presence be known and it is not running away, beware. It is very rare to sneak up or surprise a mountain lion, whereas walking up and surprising other large wildlife predators might be more common. Although any encounter with a large wildlife predator is dangerous, an encounter with a mountain lion is normally intentional on behalf of the animal and done so with the intention of initiating an attack. One example is a six-year-old boy was attacked by a mountain lion 
while walking near his lodge in Big Bend National Park in Texas. He suffered scrapes and puncture wounds to his face, according to park officials, in 2012. His father was able to fight off the cat by stabbing it with his pocket knife. Another story from January 2001, a 30-year-old was killed by a lion in Banff National Park in Alberta, Canada. The outdoor enthusiast was cross-country skiing alone on a trail loop. According to park officials, the mountain lion leapt on her back, bit her neck, and killed her. Another story from 1997 was a 10-year-old boy, his sister and their parents were hiking on a well-traveled trail in Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. The child bounded ahead of his parents by three to four minutes and was attacked and killed by an 88-pound mountain lion. A park spokesman speculates the boy came along the path of the mountain lion when it was in hunting mode, hence the attack and dragging of the child into the wilderness. Another story from 1996 was a 36-year-old mother and three of her children were riding horses in the backcountry in northwestern British Columbia, Canada. As they rode along, their horses grew increasingly nervous. A mountain lion suddenly launched itself from the brush towards the six-year-old child. After two failed attempts, the mountain lion successfully leapt again and wrapped the struggling child in a clawed death grip. The cat bared its fangs and then bit into the boy's skull. The mother leapt from her horse and broke a limb from a fallen tree and clubbed the cat away from her child. Now the lion turned its full attention toward her, slicing and gashing her arm. She fought back and yelled for her children to run for help. They carried their bleeding brother more than a mile back down the trail to find help. When help arrived nearly an hour later, the mother was still battling the mountain lion. When she asked if her children were all right and heard they were, she claimed she was dying. The man who came to her aid fired his shotgun and the lion disappeared back into the woods. Wildlife officials found the mountain lion about 150 feet from the trail. She traded her life for that of her sons, who did survive the attack. She was awarded the Star of Courage Medal posthumously by the Governor General of Canada. The moral of the story is to always be prepared, know where the wildlife predators roam, and be aware of your surroundings at all times. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and the waters, creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.